Welcome to this slightly extended version of the Down the Pub podcast. I'm joined by Alan 2Ls McDonald as he gives us his view of Halifax's latest professional team, the Halifax Thunderbirds. This was recorded just after the game with Colorado. I'm also joined by Evan from the American Gaffers podcast as we grade each Premier League team on the performance so far. This was recorded just before this weekend's round of games. You can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. Five, four, three, two, one. Thunderbirds are go. Okay, so uh, our roving reporter, Alan 2 Ells McDonald, uh, went to the Scotia Centre uh, to check out the buzz around the Halifax Thunderbirds. Welcome to the show again, Alan. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries, man. Um, so, um, are you a big lacrosse fan or was it your first game? Uh, first game, I watched it on TV before, but this was like first one and it was a lot of action. What first caught my eye though was instead of a normal fifty-fifty ticket draw, the like the American team is doing a really good job there. They have a fifty-one forty-nine ticket. So hey, it's plaster and the break big screen. Get your fifty-one forty-nine. I like that. That's uh, totally different. Um, yeah, I, I must say the uh, the marketing team for these guys is it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, they're media their social media game is very strong yeah so uh for those who haven't experienced lacrosse but like myself what's the basic rules of the game <laughs> try to get the, the the ball in the net is the first one <laughs> that's as basic as it gets it well it's boxer lacrosse too and like i think there's outside i'm like the worst person to ask about this but it was really cool to take in <laughs> like lacrosse is kind of like it's like hockey and hurling mixed into one sport kind of thing like i don't know how to explain yes. it at all it's crazy yeah uh, but but so it's a it's a sport that like anybody can just go and check out i suppose yeah it's, it's like and it's like canada's national sport so you feel like canadian like going to it and I'm pretty sure like it's origins is like Iroquois because there's like a bunch of players on the team too that like they have like the Iroquois flag and stuff like that like they it's like a huge like the US is really big Canada and like Iroquois First Nation um, I noticed that right away just with the, the atmosphere to the place and stuff too it was really cool yeah I was just gonna ask you that like uh, what, what's the what's the atmosphere like at the arena yeah so it's it's like it's very similar to a Mooseheads game, but there's nothing like someone flat-footed getting smoked in the corner or someone has a ball and they're just whacking with the stick trying to get the ball out. Like, I'm not sh- they didn't call any penalties and they let a lot go away and like some players took some abuse. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy, uh, his last name was Hope for Colorado, and uh, I think it was Jameson 
captain. Him and uh, this Hope guy, like, the Hope was a defender for Colorado. And Jameson, like, anytime he had the ball, like, the guy was, like, hitting at his leg, and his leg, the ball would be thrown up. Ref wasn't looking like he's still hacking him, and then it like, goes off for a change and stuff, and they have words. It was pretty cool. But starting out in the match, um, like, when the ball's, like, set middle, like, they do, like, some, like, tussle thing. And it seemed like that just, like, started the game. But, like, the clock starts, like, as soon as it's going. And whatever happened, like, the Colorado guy got in this, sent it up to the other guy, put it right through the wicket. I don't know what you call it, but the net. And it was, like, one nothing Colorado 14 seconds in. Then it was 4 nothing Colorado. And I thought it was going to be a blowout. And then Halifax finally tied it 8-8, like, in the third or fourth. And they ended up winning 12-9. But, um... And the shifts are really, really short. Like hockey's like probably like 45 seconds. These guys are on and off in like 20, 25. It's quick. And it's like wow. strategic too. So if you have the ball in like your own defensive end and now you're like, you're throwing it up across to another player. Like sometimes like they'll do this, like it's some, it, it must be some like textbook play that they always like, they hold it while they get in the other offensive zone, and then like the defenders for your team come off for a change, and you put put offense out like, and then they're already in the zone, like in their offensive zone, throwing the ball around and like trying to get it in. That's what I noticed like while I was watching this game, and like you can see like it just got so intense, like it was like really really back and forth, and then Halifax didn't actually take the lead till I think it was nine eight, but it was just like out of this world. Just yeah, that put that that I think they're like four and zero or something like they're they're unbeaten, which is for a new franchise is pretty cool. Yeah, um, the the cool thing about the background, I'm not sure if if you're aware of this, but all the players came from the Rochester team, and then the 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 owner for Halifax he sold the Rochester like team name and everything else to a different ownership in Rochester, but he got all the players to Halifax. Starting off with a strong like they, they didn't like. Start from the bottom, like they started with like a good base of players. So, is there still a team in Rochester then? Yeah, but it's like a completely new team name franchise. Weird, or something. Like, well, no, seems... yeah, they're still they're still definitely in the league. Yeah, but it's like a new club. That, that's kind of strange that they would do that though. Like it's yeah, seems like a an odd thing to do. I, know, um, I just searched it up. They're still called the Nighthawks, but uh, it says the original Nighthawks moved to Halifax from the Halifax Thunderbirds. In 2020, is the first season as it right here. Well, like I mean, like the way they're going, they might have a chance of like actually going all the way. So that'd be something to do in their first season. So, so like I know they were behind in the game. I I kind of watched the highlights just to kind of see what all the fuss was about a little bit myself. Um, so how how much did the crowd like help turn the game around for them? Like did they did 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 the crowd sense that there was they were on their way back? Definitely, yeah, and like it, it was like so repetitive. They kept playing like that same goal song every time. But sometimes, like when it was like really, really close, the announcer would wait to announce like the Halifax goal, if need be, and then like there'd be a big jolt from the crowd, and it just like would give it to them. But then when Colorado would score, you'd say like right away before the balls dropped. That was pretty cool with the timing of that too. Yeah, like I, I, the whole razzmatazz of the whole thing. Like I saw that there's like, uh, like cheerleaders that come out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the so, cheerleaders are also they're like in the stand and stuff too. They're everywhere. So was it a full house? Um, I'd say probably around like 
seven, eight thousand. Ten thousand would probably be like the full place. I'd say it'd be like it was definitely like eighty percent. Like the That's upper ins- upper bowl and like sparse spots. That's insane though for like a fourth year though, right? Yeah. I just I just so- searched it up. Um seventy six hundred and twenty three. It was their highest attendance yet. First match was sixty eight hundred forty seven. Second match at home was Five thousand two hundred seventy-eight. So, uh, like, was it was a good value, like, for the the price of the tickets? Yeah, um, I'd say so. Like, it was definitely full of entertainment, even like in the intermissions. Um, they're like promo team, whatever. Like, the people they pick from the crowd to go down and do the games. That was like pretty funny. Like, they had like a big foot contest that they had to go up halfway up, and then turn it around. It was like a three by three. So. Basically, the team that won was just, like, in sync with each other, and the other one that fell behind, like, no one knew to go <laughs> left foot, right foot, and they were, like, huge, big feet. It was pretty cool. What, do you think you'd go again? Yeah, for sure. They're playing San Diego, actually, this weekend. And it's, it is cool to be in a league where, like, uh, you know, like, hockey, baseball, basketball, uh, MLS, like, all these bigger cities that have these big teams. Now Halifax, like, has, like, a professional team. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like in this yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, uh, like the, the, obviously with the with the the queue and hockey and stuff like that, they they're just playing like Quebec or New Brunswick or whatever like that. Um, mm-hmm. it is kind of cool having like teams coming from like Colorado and San Diego and stuff into the Halifax. Must be a nightmare for them to get here though. And even so the like travel, uh, the schedule's good though. You only play once a week because a lot of players, it's like a salary cap system. And uh, from what I can remember, it was just like there was guys that would play in the NLL and then be a nine to five like teacher or whatever because they just have to commit to like a Saturday and then I guess the practice throughout the week. Uh, so, so the guys are kind of semi pro. It's a professional at like the top of the cross level, but um, I think the average was like thirty five thousand or so that they make a year. It sounds like it's kind of similar to. Yeah, it sounds kind of similar to the way the Wanderers are. Yeah, like I, I definitely think uh, I'd love to go and like and check out a game and just see um, what all the fuss is about because like it's it's amazing like what they brought to the city. Um, like yeah. just like when you do I, go, I get the Thunder Brew. That was pretty good. What's what's that? It's uh, so Alexander Keats is like micro brewery or whatever is making it. Um, it's a stout with like the realm is like caramel and like some stuff and it's it's pretty good you pay a little bit premium too and they have like on the taps they have like the thunderbirds logo and stuff pretty cool but, but I, guess, I guess like i mean when you go to uh the, the metro center you're planning on paying premium prices anyway right so mm-hmm. um so yeah, so uh, I, I definitely think that we should try and organize to to go to a game ourselves, so I can see for myself what uh what's happening. I, th- I think the the season goes on until the end of April, is it? I think so. It's it's like football. It's um an eighteen game season, so they just play like once a week. I'm not sure if there's a buy or anything, but yeah, I think you're right. But they definitely um they they've definitely like changed. Like they've been so lucky in the last two years now that we have a professional football team i didn't think i'd actually be that interested in lacrosse but actually watching it like just the highlights even it just seems like it's it's exciting there's like high scoring games and 
plenty of like charges and like I I I, th- I think one of the guys scored and like jumped up into the um, up into the glass after it. Yeah. Just just like a, a lot of fun. So um, we definitely have to go check it out, Al. Yeah, for sure. And like there is like it's very intense. So like there a couple times there always was like a line brawl or like a fight, but like the rest kind of break it up. And both guys trying to like keep their head because like the way the match was going. So there's like uh oh there's a few fights and stuff too. Yeah, it's it's just like a lot of times like when like you know you just go wax a certain spot with the stick or something hits you in a certain way, um, and you're only like on for like fifteen twenty second seconds. So you're just giving all you got. Like you're just running, running, and you just like two hand a guy, or you just put your shoulder right through him. Like there's like consequences. That sounds like a lot of fun, to be honest. So, yeah. are, are people like, getting whacked into the glass like in hockey and stuff? Big time. I, I'd say the hits. <laughs> there's going to be worse hits in lacrosse at the Metro Center than you'll see in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, for sure. <laughs> that's that's even better. That's exactly what I want to see. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, maybe we'll do like a little wee special where uh, uh, a couple of us will go and talk about it afterwards. So, um, thanks maybe for we'll checking go out. live there too, right? Yeah. There you go. Right. Because uh, I, I, I think the, as I said, like their social media game is like like is pretty cool, and um, I, I'm sure we could probably like reach out to them and just let them know that we're there, and maybe get a shout out or something. So, um, thanks for taking the time out to check it out for us all. Really appreciate it, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and then when we go, we're we're splitting some fifty one forty nines. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll we'll get some thunder rules. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. So uh, this week I am joined by Evan from the American Gaffers podcast. Uh, we just thought as it's just over halfway in the season, we would grade each team just to see how they're doing and uh, where we think they're going to finish at the end of the year. Welcome to the Down the Pole podcast, Evan. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. It's uh, always nice to meet a uh, fellow football fan. So it's kind of, yeah, it took a while for me to find some here in uh, North America. So it's kind of nice. So, um, so uh, just tell us a little bit about your, your, your Chelsea fan. So just tell us about um, how somebody from the States, are you, what part of the States are you from? So I'm from Maryland, Baltimore, but currently I'm living in Dallas doing an internship. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, my father, he grew up in London. He was born in Cardiff. So he was a huge Crystal Palace fan, which doesn't explain why I'm a Chelsea fan <laughs> at all. But, uh, you know, he he's a huge fan of soccer or football, I guess you could call it. So he immigrated over when he was 30. And obviously I was born. So I, I grew up watching the sport. And obviously I'm a huge fan of the other football, American football. I'm a huge Eagles fan. But no, I'm a Chelsea fan. Mainly, I was a huge Drogba fan. I, I, I mean, this is a shitty reason, but I played FIFA growing up, and I just loved the team that they had, okay. and I started, you know, watching it when I was growing up. But honestly, I wasn't too into soccer, uh, watching soccer, or even the Premier League until freshman year of college. 
I, I, I had a buddy who I actually do the podcast with Parker and we started watching it. We had a, other friends. We started watching it every weekend, you know, FA Cups and regular Premier League. And we started to get really into it and then just graduated this past May from college. And my buddy and I were to keep in touch and we decided we wanted to keep this going. We wanted to keep our banter going and alive. So we wanted to make this podcast to, to showcase what we know and to just banter and to have fun. Yeah, it's a, and you can definitely tell there is a like you guys are pretty good buddies because there is like some pretty good banter yeah. on your show. It's kind of it's yeah, kind of funny to listen to. So um, and, and it helps too that like one like uh, Parker's a Tottenham fan and you're a. Um, Chelsea fan that's always I guess it could help it could help you know it could help yeah yeah and well unfortunately for for him he's a Tottenham fan so he hasn't had much to celebrate for right, a long time no, they're, so, yeah. they're not doing too well <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's been a tough slog I, I've uh, you know um, I've doubted my Tottenhamness if that's a word it's not but it, I, I just invented it <laughs> Urban Dictionary make that a word let's go yeah <laughs> Just, just to see if uh, how I would, uh, if I could, if I could stick with it. You know, it's it's tough. It's like like I'm I'm 41 and it's been a lot of barren spells of uh, like mediocrity and not winning trophies. So. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious. Why didn't you become a Tottenham fan? So my dad is a uh, Tottenham fan, which so he basically passed the curse along to me. So he was like, right. <clears throat> so my, my dad was my dad was born in the 40s, so he was lucky enough to be around during Tottenham's very successful yeah. period in the 60s year, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we, we actually won a, a league title and um, all that kind of stuff so yeah um, Whoa, long, long Spurs won ago. a league title no 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 <laughs> yeah they did 61 we won the, the first yeah. we won a double so yeah uh, they still talk about it <laughs> that's how sad it is so um i was just gonna i was just thinking that we just uh we just get into like grading the teams just um see, see where where our heads are at and then we can just kind of just mention where we think people are going to end at the end of the year so um let's, let's start it. with liverpool what would you grade liverpool Man, this is the best team in Europe, in my opinion, hands down. They get an A++++. I mean, this team obviously just won the Champions League, right? They are undefeated in the Prem right now. I think they might have one or two ties, but they are undefeated. They just broke a record this past game. Uh, you know, Klopp ha- is is an amazing manager. He's been there since 2015. He's, he's killing the game. They have the best center back. They have the best striking forces, in my opinion. I mean, they have the fourth best attacking player with Mane in the world based on the Ballon d'Or. I mean, you just can't beat them. They get an A++. Yeah, I would uh, wholeheartedly agree. They've drawn one game. That's it um, mm. so far, which is... Man City? Incredible. Um, yeah. Man City, what, where, where would you put those? Yeah, well, I was asking, did they tie Man City? Was it? I think oh, was, um, was that the one they tied? Um, I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, like, like and everybody else, they just kind of swept aside. Even like they played against Tottenham last Sunday, uh, mm-hmm. last Saturday, uh, we gave them like a, a pretty good run. But I mean, it, it, there's always a sense of inevitability when they're just going to score. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, have, I, I hate Liverpool as a Chelsea fan, but I just got to give it to them. They're the they're elite right now. I mean, they're killing the game. Yeah, like when you see like who they can bring in off the bench and stuff like that. Like I mean, a couple of years ago. Divic Origi was a, pretty, a bit of a laughing stock and now sure. like when he comes on he looks like he's going to score every time he comes on he's a on. super it's, sub yeah it's kind of scary isn't it how like how he's, he's like one of the most improved players I think under Klopp like he went from pretty much like being on his way out the door to like 
pretty much been a, a good cog in their in their squad. So yeah, I agree with that. I, I would say A plus plus. It's kind of hard to, <laughs> um, yeah, like, you know. Well, actually, normally I would have gone A plus plus plus, but I'll take one right, plus right, right, away right. because <laughs> because they drew a game, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not exactly. So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, Man City, where what, would you, what like they've had a kind of it's been a weird season for them. Yeah. Um, where would you where would you grade those guys? I mean, they're second right now in the league table, but they've been bossing it in the in the in the prem the last couple of years. I mean, they've won the Premier League twice the past two years, two or three times, and I you know they're a great team. Get, yep. Don't get me wrong, but I I'd give them a B, and I, that might be a little harsh because you know they are second place and they don't have a lot of losses obviously but this isn't their best season that they've had in the last couple of years they've they have five losses which is in hindsight pretty decent and they have two draws they lost to man u they lost to wolves they lost to Nor- norwich which is not okay for man city they tied <laughs> with newcastle and spurs so they're they're a solid team. They have great depth and they have a great manager. I mean, Pep is amazing. They just destroyed Villa six one. Well, I don't. I mean, we'll talk about Villa in a sec. I have a lot to say about them. But <laughs> no, they they they're they're a great team. But I don't think that they're going to win a trophy this year. I don't think they're going to win any trophy. Particularly, the reason why is because I think Liverpool is either going to take them all or you know Champions League. I don't think they're going to even make it to the semis. Uh, they 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 struggled in the group stage, and yes, I understand that they played a lot of their reserves, and but they tied a couple, I believe, in the group stage. So I just, it's a little disappointment, and obviously they're not going to get first because it's kind of inevitable that Liverpool are going to win this title. So I would give them a B. I kind of agree. Like when mm-hmm. you, the thing is, you have to set them against the standards of what they've done yeah. before, and like That's last year, of- like they were like I mean, Liverpool ordinarily would have won the league title, but Man City were just able to keep pumping it, mm-hmm. and they just don't seem to have that invincibility about them this year I think especially in defence like they've had a couple of players like Laporte's been like he's out he's a huge loss for them yeah um, but, but you would they've think they've been playing Fernandinho in the back yeah so I mean because it, like if I was Otamendi I'd be just like like I might as well just quit now that they've got like a 25 year old small right. Brazilian guy playing my position you know what I mean it's I'd be nice, just like yeah, yeah I, I'll just retire uh, but yeah I I, I B, uh, I'm kind of like, I would say like an A minus. I would still okay. say they're like A class. It's just going against what they had last year. It's mm-hmm. so difficult to keep up the standards like that. But I mean, the amount of money they spent, they shouldn't have a treadbare squad at the back. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think they might still have a chance to win the Carabao Cup, but, you know, it's the Carabao Cup and nobody Maybe. really gives a shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> So, sure. yeah well t- Tottenham probably would have if, like, but you know we did get knocked out by uh, Colchester so awesome yeah um, League 2 team uh, <laughs> it's like every time I mention them it's another, uh, yeah exactly so let's move on uh, Leicester <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm guessing you're going to give these guys a, a good score yeah 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 I mean I'm harsh with A's right I'm, I'm real harsh so I give them a B plus A minus range they've been tremendous this season uh i mean you know they're they're third place right now obviously they've been second place for a good bit of the season until recently but brendan rogers man he's he's a great manager he knows what he's doing i mean he's 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 bringing vardy back to his potential madison and smichael are doing great i mean their whole squad is 
is phenomenal right now. Uh, you know, recently they've fallen off a bit just because they slipped in the third, but I, I am I'm pretty positive they're going to get top four. I mean, there this is I, I have a soft spot for Leicester just because of their story of winning the Premier League. So I, I guess I would give him an A minus. I'll switch it not right now just because I adore the team. I adore Jamie Vardy and his story as well. But no, this team's going to get top four for sure. I think. Oh yeah, d- definitely. I would probably go with a uh, an A plus on this one. I can mm-hmm. tell like I'm a little bit A-plus more. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit nicer than you, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I just think I just think I'm that like I mean, <laughs> I just, I just think that with the the squad that they have, it's definitely like they're overachieving right now. Like they do have some amazing players, but like Brendan Brendan Rodgers came in towards the end of last season, and they kind of had a nice little run towards the end mm-hmm. of the season. You kind of knew coming into this year couple of additions um i think it was great that they got uh Thielmans. that was a big coup for them because of how well he played yeah. last year i thought they might have lost him but they got him perez has been exceptional so been yeah, it's, yeah. It, his squad is pretty good but like just looking at the last five games they've lost three so i mean it's yeah it, it was bound to happen that, i'd give them an, an a like a solid a but or you know not an a minus or a b plus but because they've been falling off a little bit that's the only reason why i score them that way Okay, uh, that's that's fair. I'm still going to stick with A plus because I still think they're overachieving, yeah, yeah. and they are six points ahead of our <laughs> next team, who is uh, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm it's going to try Chelsea. and be I'm going to try and be impartial and, and give it a decent, like proper scoring on this one. I don't want to be an asshole and just give a shit score. Well, why don't Chelsea, you tell me so, yours? Um, okay, so I would probably. Um, I'd probably go with a B plus to be honest, and I, the reason why I give him a B plus is um, I think Frank's done a great job with what he's had because obviously he wasn't able to bet the boy players and stuff like that, and he's had the, the guts to get rid of some established players too. Um, I yeah. just think that against at home against some of the lesser teams, like the, the loss to Southampton, sticks in my mind. Yeah. Um, they're the kind of games they should be winning. Um, so and obviously that first game against uh, United was a, har- a harsh one to take too. Don't want to talk. So, about it. Don't want to talk about. It. Yeah, so, sorry, sorry, Four sorry. Zero. But yeah, so so I, I think B, I think B plus is a good score, and I, I honestly think that um, it it would be crazy for them to just go and spend a shit ton of cash right now. I think I would wait till the summer. There's a good there's a good squad there, and the mm-hmm. the, the young guys are playing really well. Uh, Kante's playing well and to go and disturb that I don't think it's got I don't That's think it's a very good point. idea uh, yeah, what, no, what I, would you what would you I give out I got I got a I got a B plus as well I have a B plus and I don't know if you would assume that I give him an A just because I'm a fan but no I completely agree <laughs> with what you what you've been saying but I you know you have to think about what they've gone through right they have the transo embargo they lost Hazard their best player Right. And, you know, with a new manager, an inexperienced manager, all he just he just recently managed at Derby County. And yes, he got him to the playoffs. And that was his only year managing. So he's new. So everybody was shooting on Chelsea saying, oh, they're not even going to get top six, maybe not even top 10. And, you know, as a fan, I'm saying, no, 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 I'll be all right. But down deep inside, I was like, oh, shit, they might get. <laughs> like, I was like, you're right. But no, they've they've done great with their youth. And I'm so happy. And, uh, you know, Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount. Fakayo Tamori, uh, you know, even bringing in some youngsters who don't really even play that that much. Uh, there's a right back who recently played uh, two games ago. Uh, you know, they just they just have 
this youth and it's just so much fun to watch and i think lampard is bringing the passion back to stanford bridge that's been lost for a long time and the and the board is is agreeing with them and they're realizing that they have to change and they can't keep buying shitty players like danny Drinkwater and and ross barkley and <laughs> ross barkley's all right but danny Drinkwater, holy shit dude he's i don't understand that signing so yeah, and, I, and the reason why I give them a B plus, not an A minus, because of their home record. They haven't been doing that well at home, which is just not exceptional for Chelsea. Like you have to win at Stamford Bridge, you're Chelsea. So I'm I'm hoping that they get top four. They're looking like they're going to get top four, and they're linked with the, so many players in January. I think they are going to actually sign a lot of people. I, so I, I kind of disagree you with you with with the whole maybe not wanting to sign. I think they are going to just because they've been restricted for so long. Again, I don't know if that's going to affect the youth, whether or not they're going to play, but they've been linked with players like Isco and and even Timo Werner and just cool Bali at one point. So I don't know. I'm excited to see what the future holds for them. So be plus. I think... I, I think uh... Just on your your point there about like bringing in the likes of Isco mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like I I think that's always been I think that's been their problem before though when you say about like bringing yeah. in like th- they tend to bring in like 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 Morata for instance they paid a lot of money for and they just haven't really worked out so I mm-hmm. think like you know like having the guts to keep Tammy Abram and Mason Mount mm-hmm. and not loan them out was a, a huge deal and I just I, I can see Isco being probably a good fit but I. I, I don't know. Like, I just don't think it'd be a, a smart move to bring in like a crazy, a crazy striker who's going to push Tammy Abrams down the um, the pecking order. Right. Uh, but but it's going to be interesting to see because obviously we've got like still two weeks left to go to transfer window. Um, you never know. So you said there you guys are in fourth. Uh, you're kind of it's kind of in the middle there between Leicester and our next team. Um, mm-hmm. So what would be your grade Man for United. Man United? So what, I got a C plus. Yep. I got a C plus for Man U. They had a really disappointing start to the season, and I know that's ironic because we just talked about how they kicked Chelsea's ass in the first game. <laughs> However, you got to look at the facts. Like they were, they were like tenth, or maybe even below there for a decent amount of time, and and they just were not looking good. There's a lot of speculation that Ali was going to get sacked and and Pogba, I mean Pogba still wants to leave, don't get me wrong, but they've been losing the big teams and let's not forget that they lost to FC Estonia, which I don't even know what league they're in in the Europa League. They lost yeah. to that team and that was just not okay. And I understand yes, they played youth, but you're still man you, you have an expectation. I'm not a fan of Ali. I'm not a fan of their manager. He looks like he should be following Frodo and Sam back in Lord of the Rings because he looks like Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, sh- he should just go back to stalking them because managing really isn't his strong suit, my guy. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just don't think he's utilizing, you know, Pogba, Martial, Lingard, their potential. I mean, Lingard just switched managers. I think there's a reason there. He has been shitty this season. He doesn't have any goals or assists, at least the last time I checked, a week or two ago. C+. Plus, I mean, that's their fifth, and they're, in, they're on the climb up. But I would be very surprised if they got top four this season. Um, and they're going to struggle to get top six, in my opinion. I, I can see them probably staying fifth or sixth, to be honest. But I just... Okay. You're right. It's just... Um, yeah, they're, they're just so bad to watch. Like, I know they, they hammered... Norwich last week and then they kind of squeak mm-hmm. by Wolves uh, in the FA Cup replay but it's mm-hmm. they're just they're not the old United to watch um, there, there doesn't seem to be the kind of passion around the club anymore like people don't fear them like if you're comparing this United team to 
the United teams that Ferguson had like 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Like it's night and day. So yeah, he'd be shitting bricks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, he like, I mean, like he would, yeah, there'd be the hairdryer, there'd be like boots flying around. And you're like, I mean, Van Persie got into a fight with Solskjaer there um, about him, uh, Solskjaer smiling after a game or something like that. And Van Persie was like, what's he smiling at? And it's like, <laughs> I kind of get where he's coming from. Ollie seems yeah. like he's too nice of a guy. So C plus, I, I think that's a pretty fair score, to be honest. Like, okay. especially when you can, you think it's Man United, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're only... So they have high expectations. They're not hitting it right now like it's killing them to be this far behind liverpool mm-hmm. like it's it's insane how far behind they are and they don't they don't even look like they're going to get anywhere close to them anytime soon with the squad they have so mm-hmm. they spent so much money and they spent it on dross i do want to highlight a player daniel james he's been really fun to watch i i i think that was probably their best signing in a long time um i just i just think he's one of their most crucial players right now which is shocking considering all of the elite players that they have i think that he's just so fun to watch he's so fast down the wings and he and he's crucial with 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 scoring goals and getting those assists that are needed so i i think they did well with that but you know that doesn't really help their score score very much yeah i I think he's um he's definitely like a kind of a ryan Giggs kind of player that's you know like exciting to watch and he I, i would i i think that he would be a player that ferguson would assign but some of the others like i mean fred is atrocious like phil jones just week in week out just seems to make things worse for himself you know what i mean so, so bad. like like chris smalling had the sense to like fuck off to rome whereas right. <laughs> phil jones decided to hang around and make funny faces for another season so yeah so so c plus is a, a good score there so our next team i'd imagine you're probably going to give them a high score so sheffield united mm-hmm. a minus i give them an a minus um recently promoted from the championship they've had a tremendous start to this season i mean i think i mean right now obviously but i think near the end of the season they could get a europa league spot if they keep pushing it i mean they're flying they're beating big teams they're beating you know i I mean i when i was looking towards the beginning of the year i really didn't think they were going to do well i thought they would struggle to get out of relegation i mean they did fine and they did great in the championship don't get me wrong but I mean, they're doing tremendous. I mean, that's all I got to say. It's just they're they're killing it right now. They're just flying high. You you would think that like uh, you're you're right. I was the exact same. You look at their squad and you're just like they're shit. Being average team, right? shit to average. Yeah. And then you like you look out like it's obviously the manager is phenomenal, mm-hmm. but just looking at the league table there, they've only scored twenty four goals. So you think that if they had a prolific goal scorer, like how far they would actually be? Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of nuts that they've only scored twenty four goals. Uh, a minus, I I I agree with that one. I think that's a pretty decent score for Sheffield United. Unfortunately, Sheffield United, and I don't really want to talk about them that much. So uh, let's move on to uh, <laughs> let's move on to Wolves. Um, <laughs> How do, how do you think uh, how do you think they're doing? I give them a B plus. I I'm, I'm a fan of Wolves. I have I also have a soft spot for Wolves. Uh, Parker and I with American American Gaffers we just did a recent episode on Wolves and kind of the history and looking forward to them. And they they were a team historically. Just real quick, they were a team historically who you know, would get relegated from the championship and they were struggling financially. And there was a time when they thought they were going to go bankrupt. They, well, sorry, they did get bankrupt twice. They went bankrupt twice. And 
you know, they were just a team who would never be able to go in the Premier League. And then they got bought by a Chinese company and a, and a billionaire and, you know, shit changed and money talks. So then they got promoted to the Prem and they're, they are a fun team to watch. I mean, Adama Traore is a beast. This guy can hoss anyone off the field. He, <laughs> I mean, he he's so much fun to watch. I mean, their midfield is stacked. Uh, Patricio's, you know, he can he has hands who can block anything. So I I'm I am a huge fan of this Wolf squad. And obviously, right now they're in the Europa League and they're doing quite well. They're doing quite well. I think they can go decently far, at least to the quarterfinals. I would like to predict that, uh, but they're doing pretty well right now so b plus um i would i i also would go b plus um because i remember at the start of the season they drew a bunch of games and people were like oh wolves are in trouble yeah but, but it wasn't like they were they, they, they weren't playing bad they were just getting unlucky so they just looking at the table there they've only lost five games which is the same as man city the problem is mm-hmm. they've drawn 10 so I, I think b plus is a pretty decent score um obviously as you said, money talks. Like the good thing for them was that they had Molyneux, so it's always a good start to have a decent stadium. So, yep, yeah, B plus. I, I I agree with that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, the next one, uh, we'll just skip over eight. No, 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 no. Oh God, let's talk about your Spurs, buddy. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so um, Jesus, why I, don't you go ahead? I, okay, I'll go. I have to go. Like, like like a d or no i'll be i can't no i can't i have to it has to be a d i was gonna go c minus and then i was like i can't even do that they don't deserve it it's just been such a fucking disaster of a season and it's they can't string any kind of results around like i mean the the game during the week was a big uh a big sign of how the season has kind of worked itself out um yeah yeah and it's just stemming from how the club has been run for like the last three years. Like we we boasted about those two transfer windows when we didn't buy anybody and we said we were awesome for it. And now the squad just looks tired, jaded. Yeah. Um, a, a friend of mine is a Liverpool fan and like Pochettino and Klopp came around at the same time. And like mm-hmm. Liverpool, I don't... I think there's probably like one player, two players still left that they had when Klopp came along and Tottenham, pretty much the whole squad is the same. So um, until we start bringing in new players, like mm-hmm. we, this is Tottenham in a nutshell. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to go ranting about Tottenham, but this no, is Tottenham ahead. in a nutshell. So we, we went to buy Bruno Fernandez in the summer. So we, mm-hmm. were, we, we agreed with him to come. We haggled over the price with uh, Sporting Lisbon, I think he's with. Or Porto, whoever the hell he's, he's I think he's sporting mm-hmm. Lisbon. Sporting. Um, so we we didn't end up getting him. So mm-hmm. then comes January. He said that he wants to join Tottenham, and now all the rumor is is that he's going to go to Manchester United. And then we go and sign a, another kid called Fernandez on loan for eighteen yeah. months. <laughs> so that's that's Tottenham in a nutshell, right there. It's like instead of it's we're a bargain basement team. <laughs> who just thinks that they're bigger than what they are. And the stadium is obviously a big thing, but until we change our mindset, like becoming the runners up in the Champions League is a huge prestigious thing. And we haven't used it. We haven't gone out and bought the players we should have bought. And yeah, it's, it's a disaster of a season. Um, I'll, I'll, 
I'm just going mean, to I... sit here and sob silently, so <laughs> you can you, you, you can rub so the salt into the This is all there. I wrote down in my notes, okay? So I gave them a D as well. I wrote, quote, shit, complete shit, that's it. Absolute <laughs> dog shit. So, oh, I mean, God. And it's, and it's a yeah. shame. I mean, I, our first, our very first podcast episode, and we've only had around seven episodes, we talked about where is Pochettino going to go? Because that was, that was around the time when he just got sacked. And then we talked about Tottenham in a nutshell. And we talked about potential managers. And Parker, I think, made a statement about, no, Mourinho's not coming. There's no way or something. But he did. And I'm a fan of Mourinho, obviously. As a Chelsea fan, he, he was he's arguably our great manager historically. He's not doing too well, and I'm shocked, and I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, and I I think it honestly could go back to losing that game against Liverpool in the Champions League final. I think that losing that game when you haven't won silverware in years, that's a huge heartbreak. I mean, you can't get over that, and you know their morale is down, their form is down. I mean, Harry Kane's injured. You guys are done. Like, I don't know what's. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know how long is he out for. Do you know? I forget. Oh, he, like they're talking now about like um he might not miss he might miss the Euros in the summer. So I think he's gone yes. for the season. And to be honest with you, this is this is what's been happening. And it's not fair on him in a way that like he's we depend on him so much that he's playing ninety minutes against like teams when he should be being taken off at like 70 minutes because we can't close out games right. um, and this was an injury waiting to happen he he hasn't looked himself all season and as soon as I saw the injury they said on the the, the in the commentary oh it just looks like a, a strain it won't be too mm-hmm. bad I knew straight away it was like I this, this guy has been overplayed um, and yeah and you know we still have his back hurts dude from carrying the team yeah, exactly right, that, and that's it, you know. And like to your point with Mourinho, like I wasn't a fan of Mourinho coming in, but I, I feel mm-hmm. like he's been given a bit of a poison chalice. And I'm trying. I, my friends all make fun of me because every week when we're losing, I put Jose out on my my Facebook thing. But uh, yeah, exactly. I don't actually, I don't actually mean that because I, I just think that you know it, it's going to take time, and we kind of have to give him time to to turn things around and. Yeah, Christian Eriksen going will be the catalyst for all. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Eriksen out. So uh, moving away from my living nightmare, um, <laughs> uh, uh, Crystal Palace, your dad's team. Yeah, yeah. I give them a solid C. Uh, I give them a solid C. So I guess they would be considered maybe my second team. They're doing fine. Like they're doing fine this season. <laughs> uh, they're average. Like there's nothing great. There's nothing shitty to talk about. I mean, when they they lose games definitely when Zaha isn't playing. And we, I don't mean to keep going back about our podcast, what we talked about, but literally our recent episode was about Zaha that we just released. Our releasing today, actually. And we talk about what does that look like for Crystal Palace? And, and you know, does, does he, is he actually European quality? Can he actually compete in the Europa League and even maybe even Champions League? And we said yes, maybe no. Uh, but for Crystal Palace, I think if they lose Zaha, they're done. They might be relegated. They just don't have a solid elite team around Zaha to 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 keep them up if he was to leave. So I think, I mean, that's getting a little off topic, but Crystal Palace are fine. Like, solid C, they're average. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would agree. The, the thing with Zaha is that... that 
I, I he joined United obviously when he was younger mm-hmm. and that didn't work out for him and I think it took him quite a long time to get over that um, like it's kind of going back home with your leg between your tails yeah. and you go back to the club you went to and you can see he's outgrown Palace like he uh, as you said like, oh, I mean, yeah, like he, sure. he kind of makes him tick um, I, I fucking hate Roy Hodgson but um to, like I, I, I see, so old, I, dude. He doesn't even know what's I, going on. I, I know, and, and he, he just looks like bewildered. Like he's kind of always looking for his glasses or something. You know what I mean? So <laughs> he never, he's always sitting down, and he's like, when when the other opponent scores, he doesn't know if his team scored or the other team. He's like, oh, he's like looking around, like hmm, people are jumping up and down. I have no idea what's going on. It's like somebody just woke him up from his nap or something. So <laughs> so see, see, it's a good thing. Does that have a thing? Like I, I honestly think, like like Everton or Arsenal would be a, a good fit for him. I don't think we will see him at an elite team. He's not okay, Man okay. City or Liverpool quality. So He um, was linked to and, Chelsea for a while for this summer. Or sorry, for this for this January window, but I don't see that happening. I mean, like... like Lampard doesn't I mean, want him. I, I, like, he's the exact same player as Victor Moses. Like, it's there's no difference mm-hmm. between the two of them. I just don't think it's worth your while to spend... Mm-hmm. 75 fucking million pounds on him too that they want for him so yeah, worth it. like he got really upset like during the summer when they wouldn't sell him and they put that price tag on him yeah like nobody's right. going to and pay then he went and signed a five year contract or you know, <sighs> maybe not five years but at least it was long term so he's there long term so it's like you sign this long contract but now you want to leave what the hell do you want guy um, yep, go go hang out anyway, with uh, Christian topic. Benteke where you belong. <laughs> so yeah. um, so C, I think I think I think C is a solid score for Crystal Palace. So yeah, that kind of just blah team. They're vanilla. Um, so uh, next one, um, another one that I will try and not be biased against uh, Arsenal. What did you go with on this one? F. And they get an F. <laughs> Arsenal who? Emery Emery out. Like Arteta's doing all right. He's, he's an improvement from Emery. I think, and I don't know the statistics, but I, in my opinion, obviously, they have the worst defense in the Prem. I love David Luiz. I, he's been great for Chelsea, but he is absolute dog shit. So- Socrates and, and Mustafi and, and you know, that's just not, they just don't have a good defense and they're trying to strengthen that this window if they can. But they have a lack of confidence. They have a lack of leadership. I mean, that whole thing was... Uh, Xhaka happened right but now he's 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 staying at Arsenal I think Emery uh, sorry Arteta convinced him to stay uh, the defense has a lack of communication I this just Nicolas Pepe huge huge flop I mean he was great in the previous year um, paid a shitload of money for him he's very skillful on the ball but wow he's he's a big flop so Arsenal F <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to be as harsh. Uh, okay. I'd probably. I'd put them in the same boat as Tottenham. I'd go with a D. I just okay. think that they're coming off a, a bad season last year, so this is just continuation of what went on. Um, mm-hmm. They spent money in all the wrong places. Like they did not. They did not need to go and spend seventy-five million pounds on another fast winger. They've got enough mm-hmm. of them. They should have instead of spending seven million on. David Luiz, they should have spent that money on Harry Maguire or something like that. I know Harry Maguire isn't the greatest defender in the world, but with that head, he's going to stop some shots. Mm-hmm. So um, I would, yeah, I just think that like their transfer policy has been awful. Um, there's a lack of guile, there's a lack of guts in the team. I mean, sure. if you're if you're a defensive midfielder and you look behind you and you've got David Luiz and Socrates beside him, you'd be just going. 
this is going to be a horrible day. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I, 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 th- I think D is the first score. F, I think, okay. is a bit harsh. But yeah, I uh, think very harsh. Yes, yeah, so uh, but I can see, but, but I can see why though that you would pick that. And do you know what? I feel like I kind of want to give them an F just for Arsenal fan TV. To be honest, they <laughs> fucking hate that. Like they are the biggest shower of wankers I think I've ever had the displeasure to listen to Wanker. on YouTube. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, Blad. So yeah, um, I'll go with D. Though I'll be nice. Um, so um, I think this this is another slight under underachiever of a club, mm-hmm. uh, Everton. What would you give? What would yeah, you yeah. give those? I give them a D, uh, and I'm all, I'm only basing these scores really on how they are as a club and like historically what their expectations are. Right, Everton, you know, they're on and off for me. They they have really good games. They have really shitty games, but they're eleventh right now. They've just been not fun to watch. I mean, they've been so disappointing, and they should be doing better with the team that they have compared to other teams that. Are above them like Crystal Palace they should be above Crystal Palace and obviously Sheffield United and maybe Wolves but uh, you know they just haven't been that great and they just haven't been great against top six teams either I'm pretty sure they've lost to majority of the top six teams and they've yes they've beaten a team like Burnley and Bournemouth and lost here and there to those kind of teams but no they just it's it's not it's not a good season for them so I give them a D maybe D plus so I would um I think just because they've been on a little bit of a, a good run, uh, I mm-hmm. would probably, I'd go D minus. I was probably going to go in E with these guys, uh, not yeah. just because it's for Everton. It's uh, like the amount of money they've spent. It's insane. Yeah, um, that's what I mean, I, yeah. Like, like I look at like how tight Tottenham have been. Like you look at Chelsea, the fact that they haven't been able to spend any money. And these guys have just been spending like it's gone out of fashion. And they're just bringing in the biggest piles of shit ever it's like it, it's like every team I, th- I feel is like just rubbing their hands together and going like okay how can we get rid of this guy okay just uh contact everton you know it's like it's right it's insane like i mean they the only player i think that they brought in that's proved any value is richarlison um mm-hmm. like their better, better players this year have been homegrown guys like uh, Calvert-Lewin and uh, Tom Davis. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think it's another one of those things. It's like Man City when Man City got money first. They went out and bought piles of shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Everton are in that boat, but I, you've got to remember that Everton only have a 33, 34,000 seater stadium. So mm-hmm. they're not going to have the it's revenue coming yeah. through that's going to like prop it up and like i think they announced there this week that they've like record losses or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah it's um I, I, they have to be careful that the this guy who's backing them doesn't just disappear and just say fuck it and right go somewhere else because the club will go bankrupt so yeah i'm gonna go d minus just based on the fact that the amount of money they spent so, um our next our next team i think um, southampton yeah, after coming off a nine a nine one nine nil defeat at home to mm-hmm. Leicester, um, and finishing twelfth, um, yeah, yeah. I would I would probably go. I think a C on this one. Um, yeah, I think I think like you know obviously after that heavy defeat, I honestly thought that they were goners. Um, they haven't lost right. a game now in, in five, and mm-hmm. Danny Ings is like the man all of a sudden yeah. so yeah um he's coming from nowhere like he was i guess injured for quite a lot when he was at liverpool and he 
just uh, playing much. Yeah, and now he's just there. This is the thing about England. It's another rant. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So England has a really settled team right now. It's they it's 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 awesome, and there's all these pundits crying out now for Danny, Danny Ings to be included in the England squad. Why? Right. Like you've already got like some of the best strikers in the world. You don't need Danny Ings. It's just. I think it's just because well, he's been he's been he's he's proven that he's class. At least he has some type of class, right? And he is on a team like Southampton. And I think single handedly he has kind of brought them up to twelfth place. I I think also it's mainly because Harry Kane is injured. That if Harry Kane wasn't injured, I don't think he'd be in contention to even play a game, right? Or even get a call up, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have we have strikers like Vardy, even Abraham and Rashford that would obviously, I would hope, start over Ings. But no, I, I, I think that he does deserve to get speculation, whether or not he deserves to get a call up. I don't know. But I think he only is getting speculation because of Harry Kane getting injured. Yeah, I, I just I just think that this is it's just an English thing that as soon as somebody goes on a little bit of a hot streak, because strikers go on hot streaks all sure. the time. Um, and then there's a clamor for them to be included in the squad and you know like in five games time he, he could be shit again you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's just funny so what would you um yeah no i completely over? agree no you're good I, I i give them a c minus the minus only because they were shitty in the beginning and uh, i i did a I did a prediction of them getting relegated, actually, and it was based on where they were in the prem at the time and and their and their squad. Really, I mean, Danny Ings and Solanke are kind of really the only players that could be considered quality or or class, right? Um, in my opinion, but they they've been yeah they've they've they're climbing up the ladder. They're twelfth right now, and I also had in my notes Danny Ings is he's killing it, and I think that. You know, that's kind of a big reason why they are 12th right now. So C minus, I don't think they're going to stay 12th. I think they're going to end up somewhere around 15th, 16th place. However, it's, they're, they're fine right now. They're, they're C minus. They're, they're average. And uh, our, our next one, which is another sleeping giant, uh, mm-hmm. Newcastle United. What did you go yeah, with I, them? I really don't have anything to say. I have <laughs> just a C. I just have C. And I just wrote just plain average. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. I mean, they they beat you know mid uh, mid table teams. They lose the top teams. Uh, you know, they have some pacey wingers, but other than that, it's just, nah. They're just Newcastle. Historically, they're, they're a great club, but nah, they're just plain average right now. See, yeah, I I would I kind of I, I went with uh, a, a D plus on this one. Did you? Um, okay. Yeah, just because of like the. A, their owner's a shite bag. I hate him, uh, Mike Ashley. Um, mm-hmm. Steve Bruce, I hate as well. So, I, I like Steve Bruce <laughs> is the kind of, he's like Sam Allardyce. He goes in, he does a job, and like they were, you know, he's kind of brought them up from being around relegation, but they're so bad to watch. Like they scored yeah. 21 goals. That's shite. That's really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't stand watching. Their only players that are decent is like uh, St. Maximum and Almiron, really. I mean, they got Andy Carroll recently, but good lord, he's a he's an awful striker. He's he's not. Yeah, good. I, I can't even remember. Like, I, I'm try, trying to think of the last time like I remember him actually like being talked about. 
Um, yeah. I, he, I don't think he's done anything since he's gone back. So, you know, I'm yeah. sure West Ham were probably laughing their asses off of that one. <laughs> um, take him, take him. So, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll pay you to take this guy. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on from Newcastle, uh, Brighton and Hove Albion. Mm-hmm. What do you think of these guys? Solid. Now it's going to start getting pretty horrific for me. Um, <laughs> I give them a straight out D. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I am I am a fan of Neil uh, Mapay. Mapay. Um, he has seven goals and one assist. Not bad for a team like Brighton. They just don't look like they have the reinforcements needed to stay up. And they obviously have been up for, for a couple seasons, right? But they just... If they don't improve their squad, I, I can see them slipping down even more. And even maybe in a year or two, they could, if they don't improve their squad, when all of the other teams who they're competing with to even get mid-table teams are improving the squad around them, I think they could go back to the championship. I just don't think they're doing... They're not... No, I don't think... I know they're not doing well this season. This is why I give them a D. They're just not not doing well. So I would I, I would give them a C minus uh, just because they did beat Tottenham three 0 at home. So um, right, right, the, right. The, so so the, the thing with Brighton, they're just another one of those kind of like I, I think at fourteenth they're actually punching above their weight a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. the, the thing is though, yeah, it's the, uh, the, their squad is just so treadbare. Like I mean, they've got like. Uh, Lewis Dunk and uh, Shane Duffy as their central defenders. And I know you guys aren't fa- fans of Lewis Dunk, but mm-hmm. you know he he does a job for them, like him and Shane Duffy do. And when the two of them play well together, they tend to do okay. But as soon as one of those guys gets injured, they're fucked. And I think that's right. the problem is that they there's no depth in their squad. And as soon as like they've lost two games in a row now, and I just think that they um, if they go a couple more they could be get relegated. So mm-hmm. yeah, um as I said like the only reason I gave them that little bit of a higher one than you is just because of the result against Tottenham. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I could probably do that for everybody on the way down the list to be honest. Um, this team beat us, they get a plus. <laughs> Norris drew against us. Yeah, let's give them an A an A plus. Um so uh Burnley. Yeah, I give them uh I give them a D. So I have a question for you. Name name a good player at Burnley. I'll wait. Jesus Christ. Chris Wood? Nah. Uh, Aaron Lennon? Nah. Jack Cork? Vomit? Nick Pope? Probably their best player, and it's the goalie, and okay, Joe yeah. Hart once out. I mean, he's not playing. He, he was played for England. Like, this guy's sitting on the bench, and yes, Nick Pope is in pretty decent, actually, for, for a team like Burnley. However, they just... Yeah, they're more I, boring yeah, than the council to watch at the moment. Yeah, and I, I honestly think that it's like they're one of those teams that like um, I don't think I'd actually want any of their players on my team. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, I I agree with your score there. Uh, you went with a D, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. I would, like they've lost four or five now. They just they they, they look very close to being being dragged into that relegation thing. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't really care if they left. It's like. Pfft. That's Whatever. what I mean. Like it, you wouldn't even remember Burnley was in the Premier League the next year. Like, oh, who got relegated? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. It's like Burnley, who've been in the and, Prem and for a decent amount of like, time. They're just like the not four fun team to watch. Still, they're not memorable. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're they're like they're like another Stoke. You know, just sure. Yeah, whatever. I, I didn't miss Stoke when they disappeared into oblivion. So um, I can say something about one. Stoke real quick before we get on. They've yeah. been ass recently too. 
they're they've been really bad in the championship. They might yeah, get relegated great, to the champ uh, the, to League One. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Wow. They can turn they can turn into the next yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> so um, next one, another another one of these teams that I just don't particularly like. Uh, so I'll let you go first on this one. Sure. Um, West Ham. Yeah, West Ham D minus. I thought they would be doing a lot better based on I don't want to say based on the squad that they have because it's not the whole squad right they have Felipe Anderson and and I mean there's no other I mean they have Declan Rice who's decent they have Diop who's linked away Haller hasn't he scored some goals but he was kind of a disappointment um so they're 6-4 and 11 I believe for for a consistent mid-table yeah. team they're they're 16 at the moment they just think it is that's just not cutting for um no sorry that was that's i'm looking at west i'm looking at watford uh what yeah no what west ham are just they're just not cutting it they're they're 15th and they're just i can see them even maybe getting relegated at the moment so d so, so west ham uh like I hate them, but that's not why I'm giving them the score. I'm giving them, I'm giving them an E uh, because Unbiased they were yes. they're respons- really okay. They're they're, they're uh, responsible for bringing David Moyes back to the Premiership. So <laughs> any team that brings David Moyes back and his you know who he wants. I don't mean to cut you off, but you know who he wants to sign currently as we speak. Oh, he oh wants God, to yeah. uh, sign Ross Barkley. Oh Jesus Christ! Which I. I I heard a rumor that he was trying to bring uh, Fellaini back as well. So, um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think Fellaini will want to leave. Like the like, I think Fellaini like last year was like one of the highest paid footballers in the world. I think he's he's like, also um, one of the ugliest motherfuckers. In football. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, so yeah. So um, sorry for <laughs> so, so for starting uh, for bringing back David Moyes mm-hmm. for. The thoughts of Fellaini coming back to the Premier League and for thinking that Ross Barkley is that Tottenham almost signed him. So yeah. E. They're awful. Okay. I hate them. Okay. Um Watford are next. Yeah, yeah. So that was the team I accidentally looked down at. They're six, four, and eleven right now. And I give them a D plus. Uh maybe even maybe even a C minus. C minus only recently with their new manager. I think they're going to get relegated. I, I truly do think they're going to get relegated. It's just recently they've been doing decent, right? They've been doing decent, not for what for for a team like Watford. They're just fun to watch either. I know I'm kind of sounding repetitive, uh, but they were they were really really bad. They were at the bottom of the bottom for a long period of time, and then they kept they're on their third manager currently, and of the season, and yep. he's he's bringing them up. So I really don't know where Watford are gonna end up i think they're still going to either get 17th or 18th like just getting relegation but yeah d plus for me so they're um they're, they're unbeaten in five yeah um, that's what i mean they're doing all right but so they brought in they brought in nigel pearson as their mm-hmm. manager so so nigel pearson um was the manager of leicester before ranieri yep. came in um, so he was the guy who brought them up and they were doing really well before Ranieri came along but it turns out that he's a mentalist he's like crazy so they sacked him or he did something and they parted ways mm-hmm. so I think the problem is, is that he's a really good manager it's just that something's going to happen down the road <laughs> that he'll right. fuck it up again and uh, I, I, I think that um, 
they they might get into trouble if that happens. So I think mm-hmm. it's that honeymoon period right now. I, I think I don't think they're going to get relegated. Actually, I think they've got a pretty okay. decent squad. So I, yeah, I, would I, probably... yeah, I agree. I, they have they have amazing. They have they have Feilu, uh Pereira, Troy Deeney, Foster, Andre Gray. I mean, they have a good squad. But yeah, I don't. I just don't know if they're going to get relegated or not. That's why I, I think they're going to be on the cut. Because yeah, so I I agree. I don't I don't think they're going to like finish like mid table. I think they'll be down there, but I think they're probably a 14th or 15th team. I would, so I'm going to go mm-hmm. with those just because of the squad they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, C minus. Okay. Which That's I think good. which which I think is pretty pretty good score. So um, this is the one that I've been kind of waiting to hear you talk about. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so um, Aston Villa. What's yeah, your problem so- with them? F. I mean, <laughs> they're ass. They're. I mean, it's so surprising how bad they are. I mean, their squad just cannot compete with the rest. I mean, they have Grealish. They they have Jota. Mings is playing for England at the moment, but those are really their only good players. I mean, they have McGinn. He's average. I I I am. I have a soft spot for Villa. They were my championship team at the time, so it was, it was bittersweet when they beat. Uh, Darby in the playoffs because it was Frank Lampard's Darby, but to lose team to lose the teams like Fulham and Burnley and Southampton and Bournemouth, it's not okay. And I understand that three out of four of those teams uh, has stayed in the champ has stayed in the prem. Uh, we're in the prem before you came up, so I understand for the competition's sake it's hard for them. But they just they're getting fucked, dude. Like they just got beat six to one by Man City. I mean that's just. They're just not fun to watch. They're just they're and, just ass right now. And it was it was such an abject performance too. They were god awful. I, I think I think the problem with with Villa too is is that it's another one of these things that like they went out and spent a hundred million last summer somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and the players they spent that money on it sounds like a lot of money, like a hundred million. Tottenham nearly spent that because we brought in Andombele right. and stuff like that. So the players they brought in for that money are pretty average. Wesley is pretty okay, but he hasn't been scoring that many goals. It just seems like they spent like like Jada they brought in and like the Trezeguet and the Douglas Louise. Like they're just average players. They spent overspent because they panicked and had to changed their team a little bit from what they had last year right whereas if you look at sheffield united they kept the core of what they had last year and have kind of gone on from there i would probably just because of the, the money they spent and the opportunity they had i'd probably go in e for them i just mm-hmm. yeah I, like they gave tottenham a good scare at the beginning and they've had a couple of games when they've yeah. actually done okay but jesus when enough. they're bad they're they're bad like and it's yeah it's yeah. They're pretty horrible to watch the, the the next team is a big surprise, I think, of where they mm-hmm. are, considering how much their manager is being touted about as England manager, Tottenham manager, all this kind of stuff. So, sure. um, so Bournemouth, where, where where were you? Where where did you go with Bournemouth? Yeah, I mean, I'm giving them an F as well. And I realized that I said, I think we were talking about, uh, who were we talking about? Another team. Um Southampton, I think I said Solanke by accident, but no, I think yep. Wilson and Solanke are Bournemouth's best players. I think they're they're nineteenth out of twenty right now. They have twenty points and they just don't win. I think they have five wins. This is the yep. most disappointing team, in my opinion. This is the most disappointing team based on their expectations. They are a solid mid table team. They have a better squad than than you know teams like Aston Villa, 
maybe even Burnley, Brighton, maybe maybe Southampton. I mean, they just have an okay squad, but I know I just said Wilson Slanky are their best players, but overall they have a okay squad to stay in mid-team, which is what they're historically known as the last couple of years, just mid-table team. But they got smashed by West Ham, Brighton, Liverpool. Yes, oh Liverpool. My God. Watford, um, you know, they're just not – they're not cutting it. They're not They're not cutting it. Yeah, I um, – like, uh, just looking at there, like, they've drawn one of five and lost four. Eddie Howe, as I said, has just been talked about this amazing manager. And I think the think of it might happen. They might sack him uh, because a team like Bournemouth, they've got a pretty small stadium and to – pay the wage bill that they have they need premier league money um so to get down would sure. probably be a disaster for their club and it's like just looking at there like them and wofford have the lowest uh goal scored 20 so obviously they have a problem they spent a pretty decent amount of money on selenke and they uh they have um josh king play for them as well the, the mm-hmm. norwegian guy mm-hmm. so i mean i mean like like they, they have a decent squad they're just not scoring goals and that's right. in, th- in this league like that's that's not good so they're I think they're, they've got two options sack them sack Eddie Howe which I would probably not not happen but or else just go and splash the cash and bring in a striker and because um, like I mean they've got, they've got mm. Nathan Ake there too it's, it's an incredible squad yeah, I'm going to go for it I'm going to go for an F but with those. Like, that's yeah. it's scandalous, to be honest. They also lost uh, to Burton in the Carabao Cup, I'm pretty sure, which is, that's pretty bad. Yeah, but I can't reset really anything. We lost to Colchester. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. I can't say too much. Yeah. I, can't say, I can't say too much because it's always like, oh, well, Tottenham lost it. You know what I mean? So, um, right. so mighty, mighty, mighty Norris. So I've got a friend who runs a podcast called uh, Armchair Commentary. And we okay, did an episode on, we did an episode on his podcast of um, was finding a team <laughs> for him to support. So he oh, okay. he came up with, he came up with ideas like Chelsea and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, no man, you don't want to do that. You want to just go for like the you don't want to go for like the the teams that most people would go for. Blah blah blah. And I convinced him to go for Norwich because I'm an asshole. So his first time following a team in the Premier League, he's picked Norwich. Um, so mm-hmm. I feel kind of guilty about the whole yes. Norwich thing. But um, I, a D. I didn't expect them to actually do anything in the league this year. The fact that yeah. Timu, Timu Puki's actually scored some goals and they've actually mm-hmm. won three games. I think they're doing better than what I thought they would. But um, yeah, they're, they're just not capable of competing at this level unfortunately so yeah 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 i com- i completely agree with what you just said i give them a d minus only because they are bottom of the pit right now and i said the same exact thing i just don't have a lot of expectations and no one else does right i think a lot of people assume that they probably were going to go back down uh to the to the championship i mean they have 14 points and are eight points away from getting out of the relegation zone there's <laughs> There's no way they're not getting relegated. And I, yeah, I did write down as well, Puki is their best player. And he is the only reason why they have points, why they actually have wins is because he was pretty pretty on fire in the beginning of the year. And once in a while, he'll have a good game. But no, they're getting relegated. I, I think if you go back to um, like September, I think they were like mm-hmm. toward a fourth or something like that. And people were talking about, the surprise package of the year and all this kind of stuff and 
look at them now <laughs> yeah man <laughs> they probably have to, i think they probably had like close to the same amount of points they had now as what they had back in uh september so <laughs> uh, they're, yeah they're uh they're fucked and do you know what I, I actually like i do like norwich i i think that they're you know um their their owners are pretty pretty fun and the the crowd always kind of gets up for it and stuff for that but i just think mm-hmm. um coming up last year it's just a step too far for them and mm-hmm. eight points from safety at this stage yeah they're they're pretty fucked so yeah so <laughs> yeah. Go, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah so I, I guess um just before i let you go uh we've gone through the whole lot and i think we've been pretty fair actually i thought that we'd be a lot harsher on a lot of clubs <laughs> um I, maybe maybe i'll go one more i'll go back to west ham and just give them no grade fuck them David Moyes, Fellaini. <laughs> they don't even deserve a grade, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, um, you're, uh, I think this is an easy question, but your predictions for the champions? Yeah. Liverpool? I mean, yeah. It's kind of obvious, huh? Um, so, your, your predictions for top four then, obviously excluding Liverpool because <clears throat> they're going to be there. I think it's going to be Man City. I think it's going to stay the same that it is. I think it's going to be Liverpool, then Man City, then Leicester, then Chelsea. I think that's how it's going to end. Okay. And then teams that will be relegated. I think it'll be in... Let me go with the bottom four. So I th- I'm i hoping... I'm not going to say hope. I'm going to go with who I think. I think Burnley are going to get 17th. I think it is then going to be Watford who get 18th, and then Aston Villa who get 19th. And then Norwich, they get 20th. I think Bournemouth are going to find a way out. Okay. You've been listening to the Down the Pub podcast. I want to thank my guests, Alan and Evan. You can check out Evan's podcast, the American Gaffer's podcast, everywhere you get your podcasts. It really is a good resource for the Premier League. Uh, It's a lot of fun too. I definitely uh, would check it out. If you want to learn more about the Thunderbirds, I highly recommend checking out the Bird's Nest podcast that's also available wherever you get your podcasts. This Friday, we will be releasing our Liverpool special, so make sure to watch out for that. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe. And until next time, cheers.